Hello, everybody. Alongside Don Helbig, I'm Ryan Sir, and welcome to The Pick 6, the podcast by The Attractions Group, where we bring you the latest stories from the attractions and amusement industry. Well, before we delve into this week's Pick 6, let me remind our listeners where they can tune in to The Attractions Group on your favorite podcast apps, like us on Facebook, follow us on X, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Ryan, what's up first? Okay, well, let's start off with Dorney Park. So get ready for an unprecedented experience as Dorney Park in Wildwater Kingdom unveils its thrilling new roller coaster, Iron Menace, this spring. On March 16th, the park will make history with its inaugural Winter Chill Out event, a special charity event benefiting Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. Exclusive tours, photo opportunities, presentations, and more await attendees with special event tickets available for purchase at DorneyPark.com. Remember, participants must be 18 or older with all proceeds to support the Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. What a great event. That sounds like it's going to be really cool. I know people love winter chill out at Cedar Point. They do, and it's great to see another Cedar Fair Park doing a winter chill out event. Uh, I'd love to see every park do it. It's a lot of work, though. It's a lot of work, though, for the staff, and you're doing this typically on a weekend or weekend dates, if you do two days, uh, when the off days are at a premium. You know, those weekends off are at a premium for all of the staff. Uh, so you're asking a lot of Dorney Park, but it's great that they're doing this. It's going to go to a great cause. And I think anyone that goes to this event, uh, you know, just going to have some great memories of it. And it's an opportunity to see the park in a way that you normally don't during the wintertime. That's right, Don. You know, and I don't necessarily think that every park would have to do it every year. But on years when you're adding a coaster or a major expansion or something like that, that should be something to consider, you know? But lots of money hopefully will be raised. All right. What next? What's next? In the ongoing developments, Epic Universe slated to open next year in Orlando. The latest update reveals significant progress, artistic details, including intricate graphics in the Wizarding World, and additional gravestones in Dark Universe are all taking shape. Final touches adorn Mount Beanpole in the Nintendo section, while a delightful addition of Sheep enhances the How to Train Your Dragon attraction. The anticipation for the grand opening, it continues to build with these exciting updates. And it seems like, Ryan, every week that we do a pick six, there's some other development coming out of Epic Universe. Yeah, this is kind of like when they build a coaster and after the first piece of track has been installed, because this is when you every time you drive by it, every time, you know, there's people on YouTube and and X and stuff that fly airplanes over it and stuff. You're going to see something different and something major every single time that happens. Now, you're going to be down in Orlando this weekend, right? I, I will be in Orlando this weekend, correct. So when you're in the neighborhood, try to try to grab some photos for us. I'll try. You know, it's um, I haven't seen it since a lot of the vertical construction has been happening. I mean, I, I haven't driven by it in probably two or three months. Uh, in the past, all you could really see was cranes and stuff. But I really am curious as to what you can see from the road now. Anyway, right, what's next? Let's let's move on to the next one. So, um, 
So reservations are now open for the Savannah Sunset Resort and Spa at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, ahead of its opening on June 14th. The experience is located inside the 350-acre Six Flags Wild Safari and includes glamping accommodations, scenic vistas, spa services, and VIP dining. Uh, It seems like there was a big trend for a long time of parks adding their own hotels, but it's not as much anymore. So it's kind of cool that they're doing that. I feel like maybe the parks that should have done it did it in the past, and now it's kind of like happening again. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and I like the location inside the 350-acre Six Flags Wild Safari. So that'll be a nice setting, I think. I wonder if you can feed the giraffes from your balcony like at uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? it? Yeah, it may be dangerous, but nice. All right, what's the next story? (laughs) Well, (laughs) news from Six Flags Over Texas and Arlington. Brace yourselves for the thrilling debut of Sylvester's Pounce and Bounce. A new family drop tower set to launch riders 41 feet into the air and get ready for an exhilarating sequence of high bounces and downward bounces. But that's not all. The beloved Daffy Duck Bucket Blasters ride is making a comeback in both Batman the Ride and Mr. Freeze. They boast updated cues for an even more exciting experience this season. So a lot of work going on at Six Flags Over Texas. Yeah, it seems like uh, Six Flags has a particular love for their Texas parks, and I like what I'm seeing. It's very impressive. All right. So, next up. I like turtles. In celebration of its 90th anniversary, Brookfield Zoo unveils a towering 130-foot Ferris wheel set to elevate patrons' experiences starting March 15th through the year's end. Positioned near the Roosevelt Fountain, the wheel promises breathtaking views of animal habitats, gardens, and the iconic Chicago skyline. Additionally, zoogoers can anticipate the return of the Dolphins in Action show on March 22nd, following extensive renovations. A new aviary housing Sandhill Cranes and Endangered Prairie Chickens is set to open in June, enhancing the zoo's diverse attractions. I, You know, it's funny because you never equate zoos with rides, but zoos have had rides for like forever. Like they're, they're, they were notorious for having carousels and stuff. Carousels, Ferris wheels, trains. You're right. Yeah, and it's kind of low cost, makes them some money. And, you know, with that, they can enhance the zoo. So that's a very cool story. Um, It'd be neat to actually see the Chicago skyline from the top. I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Be a great view. Awesome. What's next? Dollywood is modernizing the ticketing experience with QR codes, ensuring seamless entry with scans taking less than a second. The former Chasing Rainbows Museum area has been transformed into an interactive showcase called the Dolly Parton Experience delving into Dolly Parton's life, talents, and the iconic wardrobe. Adding to the excitement, three new shows, including a tribute to Dolly's 1987 collaboration with Linda Ronstadt and Amy Lou Harris, will grace Dollywood this year. A lot of things going on at Dollywood. Gosh, I love Dollywood. Yeah, I, I, I re- as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate the Dolly Parton part of Dollywood a lot more. But I'm particularly excited for the the new Dolly Parton experience. I think that's going to be really, really cool for them. Yeah, it's uh, it's not going to be open right away with the park when they open. I think it's March 8th is their season pass 
preview day. Uh, but by you know the Memorial Day weekend, that Dolly uh, Barton experience should be open. Uh, they also have lightning rod. You know they've done some work with that. Uh, they got away from the launch lift, traditional train lift uh, lift now, and that's going to open in probably mid March, mid to late March. Uh, the ride experience on that a little different, coming out of the station, going up the lift, but you're still going to go over the top at the same speed that you did. Still going to be the same great ride experience that it was. So a lot of fun things going on there. Yeah, I think I saw on their social media, they're saying that Lightning Rod will be able to accommodate 1 million more people per season. Which is cool. And that's a lot. It, yeah, it had a 60%, uh, you know, it, it's it's uptime was around 60%. Mm. That's not what Dolly uh, would want to do. You know, they want everyone to have a great experience. So with this change, it should be close to 99% operational. So if you're coming from far away, you know, whether you're coming from like Chicago, Cincinnati, um, you know, Detroit, wherever you're coming from to go to Dollywood and you're hoping to ride lightning rod, it's going to be running this year. Yeah. And I mean, it's a particular atrocity when it's a star attraction, which may be closed for three days at a time and stuff. Uh, I was always pretty lucky with my trips to Dollywood. I mean, it was down every day that I was there, which is unfortunately true for a lot of the big experimental prototype rides. But um, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people that would travel, they drive five, six hours to get there only to find out that the ride's not open. So this is a positive change. Don, what's the listener question? Well, this one comes from Tommy Z from Buffalo, New York. He says, do you think Darien Lake remains part of the portfolio of the parks after the Six Flags and Cedar Fair merger closes? So Darien Lake is a leased park that's owned by EPR Properties and Six Flags operates it. <clears throat> With that being said, I would say that that is one of the more likely parks to not be part of the, the portfolio within five years of the merger closing. I would agree with you on that because especially if you're looking to cut some expenses in that, that's, you know, probably one of the easier roads to take is to just get out of the lease. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, they're presumably making money on it, but it's also a resource drain for a park that they do not have equity in. That's, that's the thought process that, that I have with it. But yeah, that's a really good question. I agree with I you. I guess nobody can really know what's going to happen. Um, there are some parks that are pretty safe that they would, they would go under before they ever sold. But um, you know, the ones that they don't have a stake in or that they're just operating or whatever, that those would be pretty candidates for pretty good candidates for uh, you know, going a different direction. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a nice park. Have you been there before, Ryan? Uh, I have not. It looks cool, though. It's much bigger than you kind of imagine it to be. It is. I mean, a lot of those smaller parks, you know, Darien Lake, and then you've got uh, the park in, in Lake George, New York. You know, that's a fun one. Just, you know, it looks, it's, looks, it's bigger than it looks. Uh, a lot more to do than you think there's going to be. So, um, yeah, I mean, some of the small ones are hidden gems. Awesome. Cool. Hey, so let's conclude this episode a different way. And we're going to treat you to the enchanting sounds of Trio, again, featuring Three Times a Lady, one of the captivating new shows awaiting you at Dollywood this year. <laughs> 